Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, with little to no spoilers, I promise. I mentioned this in a previous podcast, and I think this is absolutely true for this film. We cannot review most Marvel movies as regular movies any longer. It's just not possible. And... Kudos to those uh, movie reviewers that think they can, that can review a movie that's basically Ant-Man 3, part of a 31-film mythology as a separate movie that's bloated, not very good. That was an ABC News thing I saw this morning. The new Ant-Man is bloated, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, you know what? I can, I can already tell you before I read the review that the guy is not a fan of superhero movies, right? <laughs> now, you don't have to be a fan of superhero movies to like every Marvel movie. I think the Marvel movie universe is diverse enough that there's something for everyone. But when you're talking about a movie that's a part of a trilogy, that's part of a larger story, there's absolutely no way you could walk into that movie this weekend, having never seen a Marvel movie, and judge that as just a movie. There is way too much connective tissue to the Marvel universe, to the previous Iron, uh, the previous Ant-Man movies, that kind of stuff. So, I look at some of these. There was a big thing yesterday that there, there was there were some negative reviews. This is the second negative Rotten Tomatoes uh, Marvel movie. Well, you know the most negative reviews we get from Marvel movies are the ones that are most Marvel-ish, <laughs> the ones that go deepest into. We're discussing after watching Ant-Man last night that after Endgame, there's a lot more people in the world that are fans of Marvel, and more people are coming to it all the time with these movies constantly streaming and the TV shows and all that. It's a constant wave that's just going to keep building. There's not much they can do. But again, to judge a movie like Ant-Man 3, they're calling it Ant-Man Wasp, the Quantumania, but again, I'll get into the movie in just a second. But to judge that on its own terms is not really fair to the movie because it's not supposed to be a movie taken on its own terms. It's the third Ant-Man movie. It is part of the larger MCU. So... If you're a fan of fantasy science fiction movies, you will like the special effects, the story. It's got a lot of heart. You probably won't understand everything. So that's my review. It's a fine, modern, 21st century fantasy sci-fi action film that takes place in the superhero genre. That's for the non-Marvel fans, all right? It's not going to change your mind. If you don't like Marvel movies already, you're probably not going to like this one any more or less. It doesn't jump the shark as much as the last Thor. <laughs> it doesn't. They temper the comedy and some of the other things that go on with it. But on the flip side, for Marvel fans, you have to see this movie. See it in the in the theater. See it before the spoilers get out there. See those end scenes before you hear about them, because that's the fun of it. I took someone, it was their very first Marvel movie in a theater. They've seen all the movies, almost all the TV shows. They're caught up in Marvel lore. Had a blast in the theater, as did I. Perfect movie? No. Very entertaining movie? Abso-freaking-lutely. So, no spoilers. But you've seen from the trailers what this is all about. The beginning of the movie is your pretty much typical Ant-Man movie. It's very good. It's funny. It's heartfelt. We get into a little backstory on one of the characters. We get into what happens in the quantum realm. We finally get introduced to um, Mr. Majors, Jonathan Majors, who does an incredible job as King. I liked how he played it in um, the last episode of Loki, the last two episodes, I guess. And I really like what he's doing here and hopefully what's going forward with him being the big bad throughout. Um, 
there's a lot they can do. He's a great actor, and he really plays a different kind of Kang in this movie, and he is a formidable bad guy. I would arguably say probably the best bad guy that Marvel's had so far. There's a few other cameos of things I won't spoil. There is um, there is some comedy, but again, I think the first two Ant-Man movies were funnier. I think this is funny in a typical Marvel way, but not the straight-up comedy. This is a more serious, more action-packed, more grounded in some ways and more fantastic in other ways film. It kicks off the fifth phase of the MCU, so it's kind of its own thing as we start anew and get deeper into the multiverse, some of the seeds that we're laying in the last Spider-Man and Doctor Strange movies. All in all, as a Marvel fan, I sat in the theater and was enthralled. I think everybody around me, everybody laughed in the right places, clapped in the right places, had a lot of fun with the movie. I could tell people on the way out were talking about it, you know. If you still judge your movies, which are going to go see this weekend, by what Rotten Tomatoes says, well, still, I would temper it by based on what kind of movie you're going to go see this weekend. Ant-Man showing on almost all the screens here. Um, and it was pretty full. I drove by one of the other theaters last night. It was pretty full as well. Movie's going to make a lot of money this weekend. Will it do well in the long term? I don't know. Even the most middling Marvel movie makes decent money these days. But... It is pretty great as far as Marvel movies. If you're going to judge it on, it falls somewhere in the middle towards the upper end. Um, really enjoyed it. Like I said, you got a really strong bad guy. you got a really strong story. you got some good heart. And it leaves you with a, oh, wow, you know, where are we going to go from here? Which, what else do you want from an MCU movie at this point, this far into the 30-plus movies that we have in the MCU? I'll do another review where we talk about some specific things in the movie. I really want you to go in as cold as possible. On Thursday morning, they were already spoiling things in in headlines on my feed. You know, I was like, really? It really technically hasn't even opened yet, and you're talking about things. Even Google said, here's the most, you know, Googled thing today, and it was was kind of a spoiler. And I'm like, already? Movie's not even really out. It comes out tonight. Anyway. For most Marvel movies going forward, I'm not a fanboy of Marvel movies. I can point out their deficits and things like that, but I do like the Marvel Universe. I like what they've created. I like enjoying it. I like all the pieces, parts, and how it all comes together. Not everything's my favorite thing, but it doesn't have to be. It's a deep mythology that I get more out of as they add more layers to it, and I think it's great. Superhero fatigue, I don't understand that. This is not your typical superhero movie. Although, yes, it does have superheroes in it. But I think as a genre, we can kind of start lumping these into the fantasy and the science fiction realms because the movies are getting more specialized. They're not just dudes flying around in capes. There's a lot more about science technology in this than superhero fantasy stuff, in my opinion. So anyway, does Ant-Man succeed? Yeah, I think if you compare it to the first two Ant-Man, this is a, this is a worthy kind of finale to that trilogy if it's a trilogy as such if they frame it that way um it's a great kickoff for the fifth phase of the mcu i really had few complaints about it at all and my favorite thing about it we don't get a plucky young hero we do get cassie who's been a part of this framework for the entire run of the ant-man movies but i've noticed in you know the last uh, doctor strange some of the tv series the last couple of movies we find a pocket well wakanda even um wakanda forever a plucky young hero we pull out of somewhere they have a couple of scenes and it lays groundwork for them to come back in another movie later 
it, it, it was starting to feel like something we were going to do in every Marvel movie, and I'm glad that didn't happen in this one. Like I said, Cassie has her own thing. She's always been in Ant-Man, so we didn't have a new child actress or actor in the movie to, uh, you know, have to watch over and, and kind of shove into the MCU because that's been my biggest problem with the last couple of MCU movies is that we're really um, Thor Ragnarok, um, not Thor Ragnarok, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. All three of those movies introduce plucky new young heroes that will eventually come into their own and be in their own or other people's movies. And they all felt like they were shoehorned in, like they were just shoved into those movies to make that happen. I was very thankful that there was nothing like that in Iron Man. This was very much um, a continuation of the story of Scott Lang. I think it's great. I really enjoyed it. Can't wait to buy the Steelbook and watch it again at home. Might even go see it again in the theater. It's it's pretty amazing on the big screen. Movies like this play bigger. Um, go see Ant-Man this weekend and have a blast. It was a lot of fun. And we'll do a spoiler review coming soon. Thank you for listening. Scott Hamilton. My links are below. Have a spectacular day. Spectacular day.